Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from January 18th until January 25th. And wow, what a week of energy we will be moving through. We are going to cover all of it in today's show, including Mercury stationing direct, Sun conjunct Pluto in Capricorn, then the Sun enters Aquarius, followed by an Aquarius new moon. We're going to have Venus conjunct Saturn on the same day as Uranus stationing direct. And then we are going to have all planets direct as of January 23rd. So we have significant shifts underway and you could finally feel the energy starts to open and move and flow by the end of January. So we're going to discuss all of that in today's show. I also have a story to share with you about something really unexpected and delightful I found when I was in Key West last weekend. It was certainly a gift from the universe, a powerful astrological message, and I want to share the story with you because I trust that it's something that perhaps you can relate to in your own life or in your own travels. But let's begin first by talking about something that is important this time of year. And what we're going to look at is where you have zero degrees of Aquarius in your chart. The sun enters Aquarius on Friday, January 20th at 3.29 a.m. That is Eastern time. And the sun in Aquarius is actually in what we call its detriment. And that's because it is in the furthest sign from its home territory. The sun in Leo is its home turf, its natural essence, its natural energy. So anytime a planet is in the opposite sign of its home sign, we say it's in detriment and it is oppositional energy. It's the other side, the other perspective. And this helps bring to life more of the Aquarius energy signature of being perhaps rebellious or a contrarian, looking to see things in a different way, a different perspective. So the sun is going to enter Aquarius on Friday and it's going to be at zero degrees of Aquarius. And think of the sun as shining a giant spotlight, revealing, opening. The sun reveals and shows us what we're meant to see here. And this is important because starting in March, March 23rd until specifically June 12th, 2023, Pluto is going to move to this exact same degree point in your chart, zero degrees of Aquarius, opens up new energy. Pluto reveals truth, brings up what's been hidden, the secrets, the lies, the untruths. And Pluto is going to be hanging out at zero degrees of Aquarius off and on from now until 2024. So first, we're going to see the sun in Aquarius come through and light up this degree point, shine its warmth and its consciousness on this part of your energy, as well as the collective energy. And this happens before Pluto moves to that same degree point. So this means that on January 20th, 
There are energies for us to be very aware of, to look at what's happening in the collective. What is coming up? Where is the sun shining a light or bringing a focus into something either in your life or in the world at large? In fact, it's both. It's both what's happening for us individually as well as what is unfolding amongst global energies. And so the sun in Aquarius at zero degrees is going to be there for 24 hours. And this will be an important time for us to see what's coming up because it's giving us a heads up on what Pluto in Aquarius is going to be transforming and evolving more of what Pluto in Aquarius is going to reveal and have us dig into. So I feel like that's a very important energy to be aware of this week. Again, that's January 20th when the sun passes over zero degrees of Aquarius. And in fact, next year in 2024, we're going to see Pluto and the sun exactly conjunct at zero degrees of Aquarius January 21st. So this is going to be an active and potent degree point to be aware of in yourself because it's right on time for an evolutionary process to open up. And that is something that Pluto requires. It requires us to keep growing, but to do so with all of our consciousness, to look at our fears, to look at what needs to be healed, to look at our shadow energies or what is residing in our own energetic underbelly. So this is going to be an ongoing important degree point. And again, starting on Friday, January 20th is when something could come up that shows you a theme, an idea, an energy signature, something that you will then be working with and working through as Pluto goes back and forth across the same degree point. So it's yet another important energy that we're moving through over this next week. Now let me backtrack here just a minute and start with the fact that Mercury Station Direct on January 18th. This happened at 8.11 a.m. Eastern Time with Mercury at 8 degrees of Capricorn, 8 minutes and 8 seconds. How is about 3 eighths in a Mercury station direct? 8 degrees, 8 minutes, 8 seconds of Capricorn. And this is where we have a standstill. Now, yes, Mercury stations direct and we all get excited because it's no longer retrograde, but it takes a minute. It takes a few days for that energy to then pick up and go forward. So it could feel like some things are just at a standstill. You take a minute to breathe, inhale, exhale, gather yourself together. This is also where you could all of a sudden see everything you need to do. I have a to-do list with 18 things on it and I'm like, all right, now's the time to get it done and to make some progress, especially since we have Mars now direct as well. So both Mars and Mercury are moving slowly, but they are venturing ahead, moving forward, and the energy will begin to pick up here over the next week. But don't be surprised if it feels like some things are still a little bit stuck or stagnant. They just don't have that life force yet. Although you could feel ready to go, ready to move forward, you could also feel an energetic shift and clarity. 
Mercury in Capricorn helps us understand what matters for the long term, where we don't want to focus on what's frivolous or what is a waste of time. We want to focus on our responsibilities, what matters, what's important, what we have to take care of, things that are important, things that matter for your lifestyle and your ongoing life goals and priorities. So this is also where you might need to give yourself time to get things done, you know, to not be available to others or to feel like, all right, I've got to make progress here over the next few days, get these things completed, organized, figured out. And then you really feel how the energy starts to pick up as you're able to take care of business, whatever that means for you. So the first Mercury retrograde of the year is coming to a completion and we are now moving forward. Now on the same day, we have the sun conjunct Pluto at 28 degrees of Capricorn in your chart. And this is actually territory that Pluto has already been at. Pluto was already at 28 degrees of Capricorn in 2022, I believe it was March to June. So now the sun is conjunct Pluto. This only happens once a year. And remember that analogy I just shared of the sun being a spotlight and warmth and shining its light on something and Pluto having the secrets and what's going on underneath the surface. So there can be revelations, things that just come out, things that you're meant to know, you're meant to see. It can be a powerful time for facing a truth, facing a fear, really understanding perhaps your own unconscious limitations. And ultimately, Pluto wants you to rise up. Pluto wants you to rise up with a sense of strength and power. I can handle this. I can take this on. I am able to do this and I'm going to do so from a place of my own authority, my own self-respect and my own mastery. So the sun conjunct Pluto can be a day of rising in your power, really looking at something and almost like not being afraid of the truth, not being afraid of maybe what you've been wrestling with or what's been coming up. You're just in this understanding of it is what it is, or there's acceptance, or there's something here where that sun, that solar consciousness is reminding you of your power, of your strength. And that gives you a surge of energy to make decisions, to have clarity on your own energy and perhaps anything that has been important to you, especially in the Capricorn areas of your chart. So we are working with some decision-making energies right now, things that are coming up and you might just feel a resounding yes or a resounding no. You might feel a strength or a weakening. Often there's great clarity when the sun interacts with Pluto because Pluto will show you what is no longer worth your time or energy, what you've outgrown, what no longer connects. Pluto also reveals frequency changes where things just fall away. They die off. And Pluto is about a death, a death of an old older energy, a former consciousness, a former version of yourself is dying, is complete, and is ultimately evolving. And so there's something here where you could understand perhaps more of what your truth is, what your power is, what you need. And as a result of that, other things fall away. They no longer connect. They're no longer of interest. 
And because this happens on January 18th, the same day that Mercury stations direct, I feel like there could be some answers, clarity, understanding of what you were learning or healing, perhaps even a sense of where your energy has been in an overlap between a previous version of yourself and a new version of yourself that you feel is growing and emerging, but maybe it's not at 100% yet. Maybe it isn't fully blossomed or bloomed. And so you have this overlap in yourself or in your energy of who you've been and who you're becoming and how you're growing. And that's one of the threshold points that Pluto brings up for us. Pluto shows us what has to evolve And perhaps to the point of huge discomfort, because Pluto wants you to come to your edge and then grow past it. But there is that angst and anxiety or discomfort that can come up along the way that you're meant to look at and you're meant to face. So understand that there are some big energies over this week that are supporting you in what you are blossoming into and how you are growing. And as a result, this could bring up some choice points or decisions that maybe you pushed away or you weren't ready for. But these energies are signaling that now it's time, that the doorways are opening, new energy is coming up and coming through. And I've actually been seeing this as really beautiful new pathways that look like bridges. And they look like these bridges that have a crystalline pathway to them. And they're very sparkly and shiny and light-filled. They don't have the density or hardness of other bridges. So I'm just seeing this beautiful bridge that we are crossing over, moving into of new energies that will then greet us with new areas of growth and awakening and beautiful things. But there is something here that we're meant to understand what you're no longer carrying forward, what is completing for you and what is ending. Now, I think it's quite fascinating that we're going to have the sun conjunct Pluto two days before the sun enters Aquarius, where it will shine a light on what Pluto in Aquarius is going to be working with. And then we have the Aquarius new moon on January 21st at nearly two degrees of Aquarius. And so this really opens up that energy of where you feel renewed, where you feel different, where you feel that you're ready for something else in your life, in your future, something else that actually uniquely connects with your own frequency your own individual energy field, and also has a resonance, it's almost like it's hard to put it into words. That's how I'm feeling this energy. It feels quite big, and it feels like there's something that will connect and something that won't. So it's almost like being inside an energy field with so many things moving around and moving about that you could be overwhelmed. You could be energetically overwhelmed by what to do next, what matters, what's important, what's for me, right? You could wonder, well, what is for me? What is my best decision? What is my next best step? What is it? And as soon as you ask the question, it's almost like the energetics 
respond right away. And there's things that come forward or come in that just connect with your own individual frequency. And I feel this so strongly as whatever has your name on it, whatever has your frequency signature on it is meant for you. You will never miss it. It will never miss you. It will always come through for you when you maintain that strength and that solid trust in your own energy. And I feel like this is part of the gateway into Aquarius season, especially with this Aquarius new moon. Now, the new moon, because it's happening at nearly two degrees of Aquarius, it's not going to interact with the energy of Pluto entering Aquarius just yet. So I was looking at this and feeling into it, and it's a bit like Pluto enters into Aquarius, into new territory and turf, and only gets to zero degrees. But this new start is happening further down the path. So Pluto takes one step into Aquarius and says, okay, this is what I'm going to transform. I'm going to focus on this and then go back and forth between the late degrees of Capricorn and just that zero degree of Aquarius. Whereas the new start, the new energies, especially of this new moon, are happening further down the path. So there's things we're meant to be building and developing for the future that are really important right now that Pluto isn't going to touch. Pluto's not going to touch it for a few years. So that could be something you can trust because it would be different if this new moon was at zero degrees of Aquarius, in which case Pluto would come through and blow it up and transform it right away. But that's not the case. Pluto only goes to zero degrees of Aquarius. The new moon is at nearly two degrees of Aquarius. So there's something opening up that we're meant to move into. We're meant to feel energized by it as well because all planets are going to be direct. And during this new moon, we also have Uranus stationing direct at 14 degrees 56 minutes on January 22nd at 5.58 p.m. That is Eastern time. And so Uranus stations direct about 24 hours after this new moon, but it's reverberating at the same frequency because Uranus is one of the rulers of Aquarius. So we've got this pow, 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 of Aquarius Uranian energy that's very zesty and juicy and creative. It's very avant-garde. It's new. It's different. Liberation, awakening, disruption. Let me out of here. I'm done. What's next? What's new? And that's something you could be feeling as we move into Aquarius season and through the final days of January, where you could just be ready for something new and different. You could be ready to go for it. I mean, there's this burst of movement that we're meant to trust. We're meant to move forward, and it's going to be in the early Aquarius areas of your chart that the energy is the strongest right now, but it also correlates to where Uranus in Taurus has been moving back and forth in your chart and basically disrupting what you thought would be your value system or your finances, where this Uranus in Taurus has made things unstable, where we've been wondering, what can I count on? What is secure? What is stable? 
And that's where we've been experiencing the chaos and turmoil in the financial markets, supply chain, our resources, our food, what we have relied on to create a stable foundation for ourselves. All of that has been in fluctuation for the past few years, especially. And it's something where Uranus is saying, let's just change this up rather drastically and dramatically so that you can really determine what is true for you, what you really need, what you really want, not what you thought you needed or thought you should have. So any planets or points you have at 14 or 15 degrees of Taurus, as well as 14 or 15 degrees of the fixed signs, the fixed signs being Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, this energy has been disrupting parts of your life that you thought were settled and taken care of. And now we have this energy stationing direct that could show you what is true for you now, where maybe you've had to eliminate things and go without. You've had to shuffle things around in your life, in your finances, in your world, within yourself, and understand that this is part of my own cosmic evolution. And Uranus is fast moving. Uranus is the earthquakes, the sudden movements, the sudden developments. Uranus is the electrical storms, the lightning strikes, the things that happen out of the blue. It's an unexpected crash or an injury. It's also a breakthrough in understanding. It's helping you see an energy more clearly. It's helping to blast away what you don't really need, what's excessive, what is too heavy or too dense. So Uranus and Taurus stationing direct during this Aquarius new moon is showing you where you are actually free. You're free from something and it could feel really weird. It could feel really uncertain. Maybe it feels raw. Maybe you feel naked. Maybe it feels like, wow, I was clutching something so tightly in my life and it got ripped away or it was unexpectedly removed and I'm okay. In fact, I'm actually better. I'm better than I was before because this Uranus in Taurus is helping us to reprogram our self-worth, our self-value, our self-love. It's giving us the understanding that when you have a solid core within you, you can handle the roller coasters. You can handle what goes up and what comes down because you're solid within. And that's part of what we've been strengthening, our core muscles, our core sense of self-value and self-worth, our sense of, I understand more of who I am because of what I don't want anymore and what I do want, what does matter to me, what really has meaning. And this is where you could be surprised. You could be surprised at what has evolved and shifted for you. This is where you could even feel like a different version of yourself and a new person, especially if you've been doing some deep work around your own self-value and what that means, what it means to stand in your worthiness, what that really looks like for you, because it is personal for each of us. But this Taurus energy, which typically wants to feel grounded, secure, and stable, 
is shaking up what we had previously accepted so that we can operate at a higher frequency. And that's why with Uranus, things leave because there's no longer a match. It's almost like the electrical currents are different or you can't plug something into the same outlet. It won't work. It has to be reset. So there's been some drastic changes here in the Taurus areas of your chart that, yes, can be very disruptive and shake the earth, shake the foundation of who you are, what you want, or what you thought your life would be. But now that Uranus is moving direct, there could be some very clear understandings that you've arrived at where it's almost like, okay, I got rid of this luggage. I got rid of all that stuff I was carrying and I just feel lighter and freer. I can see what I've grown through, even though perhaps it was really difficult at times. But there's always something more for us to open up to. And I feel like over this next week, you're going to see liberation messages. You're going to see awakenings. You're going to see people set free to be on their path. But because we also have strong Pluto this week, it could happen through a demolition or something that feels like a power struggle. I know that there are a lot of layoffs happening right now. And if you've ever been through a layoff, it is very difficult because it sends you into a panic around your finances and your lifestyle and where you find a job next and what you do next. And I feel like what we're seeing is the further crumbling of 3D energies where people aren't in their truth, they're in their shoulds, they're in their programming. And so these kinds of layoffs, although they are difficult, they ultimately can redirect people to a more purposeful path that's in alignment with their true talents, their true gifts, and their true soul mission. So we have potentials here to take something and turn it into what is for your best and highest good. And that's another big energy I'm feeling this week because we have this strong Pluto energy coming through and we're changing from sun in Capricorn to sun in Aquarius. There could be things that you're understanding you're done with, you're complete with, and that's the universe celebrating you, celebrating that you're opening up to a new part of your life or a new part of your adventure that you could have known nothing about. And I certainly don't mean to minimize the real world experience of losing a job or a paycheck and what that does to one's self-esteem and the energy. But what we're moving through, the bigger cycle, is one that is requiring each of us to really move into our own frequency and gifts to move into something that we perhaps had no idea even existed that we could do for a living, that we could create for ourselves and make money doing and feel happy in ourselves, happy in our skin. So that would be a beautiful intention to hold as we move through the energies of this week and also as we move through the energies of Pluto moving back and forth between Capricorn and Aquarius this year and next year. I am going to have a podcast episode discussing that for you on Monday. We're going to look at these energies of the Pluto crossover years, which are always significant on a global scale.
Now, on the same day that Uranus stations direct at nearly 15 degrees of Taurus, we also have Venus conjunct Saturn at 24 degrees of Aquarius. And Venus is the ruler of this Uranus in Taurus because Taurus is ruled by Venus. And then we've also had, as we know, for the past two years, this dynamic interaction four squares between Uranus in Taurus and Saturn in Aquarius. And so here we have Venus entering the conversation, asking you to make some clear financial decisions and choices based on what you've learned from the past two years. The past two years, what have you come to understand about your value system and where you're going? Because Aquarius is about the future, the future plans, what you're looking to build, especially with Saturn in Aquarius. And Venus conjunct Saturn is often about downsizing, cutting back, looking at what you don't need, what you don't want, what's excessive, and then getting clearer in what is necessary and what you do want. And so there can be something here that is being crystallized for you. Financial decisions, again, going back to the energy of your self-worth and your self-value, Saturn conjunct Venus can bring in a strength around that. It can bring in a certainty of this is what I want, this is what I'm about, this is what I know is possible for me because of what I have moved through. And Aquarius is the 11th sign of the zodiac. So it's been through enough experiences that Aquarius has accumulated a higher perspective, the knowledge base that's necessary to understand this is where I want to invest my energy. This is what I've determined is important. And this is my goal. So there could be some goals that you are connecting with, and this would be one of the more positive ways of using Venus conjunct Saturn. This is also where you could have to make some hard choices, some harder decisions, what's not working, where you need to perhaps make different money decisions. Uh, This is also where with Venus, we evaluate friendships, relationships, partnerships, the people in our world, the people in our lives. There could be an energy here of cutting back where you put energy out if it's not being returned in equal measure. Aquarius is also social media and the internet. So I would guess there's going to be more changes in the social media platforms, in things happening online. And that's certainly been one thing that Saturn in Aquarius has been working on is bringing to light the truth of social media platforms, what we're meant to know, what we're meant to understand, what's really been going on in the business, the business of social media, and where the influence has been because part of Saturn in Aquarius shows us what is influential, what has been working with the masses and affecting the energies and we're meant to see it. We're meant to see it clearly. So there could be new things that come to light as this Venus is conjunct Saturn in Aquarius on the same day of surprises and revelations as Uranus moves and stations direct. So it's a very vibrant week. There's a lot of information that could be released or continued to be released around things that have been happening behind the scenes. And now Saturn is holding people to their 
responsibilities and requiring integrity as more information and more truth is revealed. So we have five powerful days starting January 18th, going until January 22nd. A lot moving, a lot shifting, revelations, information, things coming up that we're meant to see, we're meant to look at in the collective. And this is all part of the Earth's ongoing transcendence. The Earth shifts and evolution into higher realms where Gaia is able to hold a lot of energy, a lot of light, but there's also the density and other energies that need to give way, that need to clear out, that are being destroyed and released. And there's a lot this week around these energy signatures. On a personal level, you could feel this in yourself. You could see and acknowledge how much your energy has changed in the past few years, what you've healed, what you've faced, what you've looked at. There could be a sense here of the chapters that have closed out for you, the chapters that are just over. And I feel this as part of the healing journey. We talk a lot about healing, and that's because when we're rising up in our consciousness, in order to really truly go into higher energies, we have to be aware of where we've come from. We have to understand the experiences we've had that have formed us. We have to be brave and look at these parts of ourselves that can be messy and complicated and unpleasant. But that's where we apply more wisdom, healing, love, self-compassion. And that's exactly where the energies then start to shift and evolve us. So yes, we talk a lot about healing and that's just a part of our ongoing path on a consciousness journey journey. We don't stop the healing. We become better at it, more efficient, more proficient. We become more aware of how to take care of ourselves. This could be a time as well where you're able to look at the process you have in place for your own healing. Meaning if you've been through an experience or a part of your life that has been on repeat or you've been through some same healing themes and you're aware of it, you could have established or put into place a process for your own healing. Something that you know works for you, that is good for your energy, that reminds you of your own capability to get through some things. And I feel like that's part of what we're understanding here as we move from Capricorn season into Aquarius season is that we understand how capable we are, the tools we can access, the healing modalities that work for us. And there is that sense of personal authority, that sense of, I've got this. I can take this on. I understand what I have to do on my own. And I understand who I can go to for support or who I can talk to about certain things. So I feel like there's something here in this energy signature where we're really getting clearer on what we need that supports our own individual frequency and energies. And we also perhaps have been developing the confidence to trust it, to trust what you're doing for yourself because you know it's the best thing that supports your energy. So again, we move into Aquarius season on January 20th. We have the Aquarius new moon on January 21st at two degrees of Aquarius. 
Then we have Venus conjunct Saturn on the same day that Uranus stations direct. So big energies here as we move into Aquarius season. And then the energy actually expands as that sun in Aquarius sextiles Jupiter in Aries at four degrees. This is a freedom loving independent energy. This is designed to support what you know is true for you. There could be good news, happy developments, things lining up. When the sun interacts with Jupiter, there could be things that you were waiting on and you hear a yes or you get some good news. This is also energy that we're meant to use to fortify new parts of ourselves because Jupiter in Aries has been opening up new parts of your energy since the middle of last year. And so now there's a sense of, yes, this is me. Yes, I want this. If last year you were going back and forth on some things, you were like, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if it's right for me. Jupiter in Aries gives you courage, gives you that pioneering sense of, I want this. I can do this. I'm going to go for it. So it's a forward moving energy and it's even more supported now that we have Mars direct. So I feel like the energies of this week are going to propel you forward. It could feel like some things are moving really fast, perhaps even too fast for your comfort zone. But that's the universe giving you that push of like, it's time, let's go, here we are. And there's a sense too that it's only because you've done the work. It's only because of what you've been through that things are going to line up or connect with greater ease. And so I do hope that's the case for you. I do hope that you see some beautiful developments over this next week that reflect back to you your own power, your own talents your own healing, anything that has been big for you, perhaps you'll feel or sense some kind of universal validation as we move into Aquarius season. It's also the first new moon of the calendar year, this Aquarius new moon, and that's a big deal in human design. And it also signifies the Chinese New Year, which relates to the water rabbit energy. The Chinese New Year celebration lasts for 16 days and will be officially ending on February 5th. It would be a powerful time to write out resolutions or intentions with this energy cycle. It would be a powerful time to do anything creative, a vision board, anything that you want to manifest or create in this new year cycle. The energies are going to pick up, especially because all planets will be direct and that means forward movement will be easier. It will flow, things will connect, and this will be a wonderful shift into 2023. Now, I want to share with you a fun adventure I had last weekend. I was down in Key West for a few days. I've been there before, and this time was different because I realized the reason why I was even drawn to Key West or pulled in that direction was to connect with something quite special. So I was walking around and I was unexpectedly interested in a store that I wouldn't normally look at or give a passing glance to, but they had something in the window that I thought was so beautiful. And I was like, well, let's go in here. So we went inside and I was looking at all of these artifacts that they had and I was pulled to the very back of the store. 
And it was almost like I was on autopilot. And I was then speaking with the lovely sales lady who works at the store. And she was telling me, of course, about what they sell. And they have all these unique items. They have rare items and ancient items and beautiful jewelry. And as she was talking about various other items in the store, I was fixated on a sign that said Athena and the owl. And I had no idea what it was. But in the glass case, there were these rare antique coins from ancient Greece that were discovered from 450 to to 405 BCE, BCE standing before the Common Era, and they had been dug up in Greece centuries and centuries ago, and this was a coin with Pallas Athena on one side and her symbol of the owl on the other side. And this is the first time I've ever seen something like this. It was a whole rabbit hole of knowledge and research that I dove into. And this particular coin has been mounted onto a necklace and it is very rare because of a few factors. One, you can no longer dig or take these items out of Greece anymore. They want to protect the culture, protect the history. So these aren't things you can just go find. Of course, they're also very rare because they're not made anymore. You have to find it. There's only certain ones that have ever been discovered. And there were coins produced through different eras that had a different purpose. And so the sales lady is sharing with me more of this information. And I'm just telling her how it's the energy. Like, I'm just so drawn to this. And it has symbolism for me because in astrology, Pallas Athena is a significant astrology goddess. And she's very much about wisdom in your chart, strategy, how you share your gifts, how you stand in your power. She was very formative in ancient Greece as a goddess of knowledge, justice, war. She was very inventive. There's a lot of things that she gifted humanity with through her brilliance. And if you're interested in this in your chart, I have a separate playlist for you on YouTube going through this energy for you. So I'll get back to that in a second. So I'm standing here telling the sales lady, but it's the energy. I just, I'm so drawn to this. Like I basically did an unexpected beeline towards this necklace, towards this coin. I couldn't stop staring at it. She brought it out of the jewelry case for me to hold. I had sticker shock, but it was so enchanting and just so magical that I bought it. I'm like, this is a solid yes. This is mine. I meant to have this. I meant to be reunited or to bring this coin home. And so on one side, it's Pallas Athena wearing three olive branches in her hair. On the other side is her owl with three olive sprigs as well as a crescent moon and also Greek alphabet letters that stand for of the Athenians uh, to represent the significance of Pallas Athena. I learned that this is one of the coins that actually started the whole concept of coins having heads or tails because Athena's head is on one side and then the owl is on the other. I thought that was fascinating. This is also a coin that was not used for everyday transactions. It was actually used for 
commercial transactions, for business transactions, to fund various important projects in a community or in a town. It's a very influential coin. It's heavy and it was associated with status in ancient Greece. There are many reproductions. There are many replicas. Uh, This one is rare. The certificate of authenticity was there, but it was the energy of it that told me I had to have it. And I was saying this to the sales lady and she's like, you know what? Somebody came in two days ago and she was saying the same thing about these necklaces, that it's the energy of them. And the sales lady was lovely. And I could tell that this language was new to her. And she's like, I haven't heard people discuss that before, the energy of something, the energy of the necklace. She's like, and now you're standing here in front of me talking about it in the same way. And I'm thinking this is a beautiful example of how it's important for us to continually share our energy in these 3D experiences and interactions because it plants seeds. So whoever came in the store a few days before me and was talking about the energy of it, she planted a seed. And then I came in and started talking about the energy. And then who knows who's going to walk into the shop in another week or month and also be talking about the energy. And that's also why it's important that lightworkers, starseeds, healers, empaths, we spread out. We take our energy in to these other places and have these conversations with people who might not get it who might not understand what you mean when you're talking about the energy of something, but it's not your job necessarily to explain it to them. It's your job to show up in your light, be authentic and true in who you are in your perceptions and what it means to you. And then the universe will step in and keep sending those same messages or basically give someone a new perspective to think about or something else to consider. So this is another example of how there are so many light workers on the planet who understand the energetics of all areas of our lives. And this is also how we continue to increase the light frequency by simply being who you are. By simply being who you are, by saying what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're perceiving. She couldn't get over the fact that I was talking about the energy. And I was explaining to her what I feel, what's coming up. And she's like, I can't believe it. You're saying exactly what someone else said to me two days ago. And I was thinking, that's my people, whoever just was in here. This is exciting. This is how we're working together, often in ways that we don't even know about. So I realized that my trip to Key West was to connect me with this Palace Athena necklace that I can't stop holding and touching. I love it. I've never loved a piece of jewelry this much. And so I'm going to continue to see what the messages are, what comes up. Of course, I looked and I already knew in my chart where Palace Athena was. But right now, Palace Athena is retrograde in Cancer. And so this is the energy, too, of digging in to our emotional needs, to our own emotional truth, to what we are reprogramming, how we are standing stronger in our sense of self and in our emotional world through this energy. So again, on my YouTube channel, I have a separate playlist for you talking about these asteroids, goddesses, and dwarf planets. The playlist includes Juno, Ceres, Pallas Athena, Vesta, Eris, Black Moon Lilith, Hygieia, and Astrea. 
And I feel like these energies are really important because when you look at the planets in astrology, they're typically associated with masculine energies, except for the moon and Venus. Everything else tends to be affiliated with masculine energies. That's why understanding more of these asteroids and goddesses in your chart can connect you with more of your feminine signature and your feminine energies. So I hope that gives you something to investigate or look at in your own chart. I'll be sure to put a link below the podcast episode to that playlist if you want to look at more of these asteroids in your own chart. Thank you so much for joining me for today's podcast. I'll be back every Monday and Wednesday for another episode. We have big energies to keep talking about here in 2023. I'm so grateful for your connection at this point in our journey. You can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. That's where you'll find all my current classes and offerings, as well as the events that are coming up including our Awakening Astrology event in Sedona. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait to meet so many of you there. And also please note that I do have the Sail with Spirit cruise coming up in September. And that is the seven-day cruise through the Alaska Inside Passage that leaves from Seattle. You can find all that information on my website. And it would be wonderful to meet you in person if that lines up for us this year. Wishing you a beautiful Aquarius new moon and a beautiful entry into Aquarius season. I'll be back here on Monday for another episode and hoping that you have a beautiful day ahead and I'll see you back here soon.